Hello everyone, it's Fran, and I will be your host for season four of This Game Could Be Your Life, as we delve into the supernatural underworld of Philadelphia and play some urban shadows. It's going to give us a chance to kind of play around in our own actual backyard, because this game takes place right now, right here, or at least the here for us, which is Philadelphia. Well, not, not for Kurt, he abandoned the city, probably wisely, um, about a year ago. Good for him. Good luck out there, Kurt. I don't want to say too much about what's going on with this season. I think it's more interesting if you'll all just kind of figure it out on your own. One thing I would like to point out, however, is that Joe, you guys all know Joe. Good old Joe. Well, Joe is playing a character named Kurt, which is weird because it's not Kurt. So when you hear us talk about Kurt, who we're actually talking about is Joe. It's totally cool, right? It's not going to be confusing. It's not going to cause problems for anyone. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. So remember, Joe is Kurt. Kurt is Randy. It'll all become second nature soon enough, I'm sure. So uh, we're going to dive into this in a moment. A couple other things to point out. We got music this season by Orc Baby. And if you want to stick around after the exit music, you can. Uh, I'm going to say a couple things about this uh, campaign. What we got going on? Going to peel back the curtain a little bit and talk a little bit about the game. As always, if you like what you hear, give us a five-star review, or uh, fuck it, give us five one-star reviews. I think that all counts the same way, and we are all about quantity over quality here at This Game Could Be Your Life. Y'all know what time it is, season four, y'all. Is, is that the, that's like the MC. I believe you're going. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. Alright, here we are. What a time to be alive, season four. Philadelphia. What a shithole. Best city on earth. Yeah, baby, let's do it. It was at one time. It used to be Pride of America. One time the capital center of commerce intellect fashion trade the years have not been kind to this place though currently it's kind of a second-rate city nestled between new york and dc it's bitter it's angry it's ugly a lot of the times current years past two decades or so they've slapped up a new veneer on it and try to make it look like something else some new skyscrapers a bunch of yuppies have moved in gentrified neighborhoods make it look a little bit better but as philadelphians you know what the city really is what's at its core and the philadelphia you all know is a different place it's darker more dangerous more mysterious than what most people are uh, used to you guys dwell in the shadows conduct your business on a different level but it's still philadelphia it still has all the violence um, that you'd associate with the city, the violence of ECW. It's got the recklessness of <laughs> Allen Iverson. Um, it's got the the self destruction of firebombing a whole block of it of the city um, when it thought some people were acting up. Um, it's got all the ritual of an E A G L E S chant. It's the city where you guys all live, and lately the world you live in, the shadowy Philadelphia, has been turned upside down. Two days ago. Linden Storm 
well-known wizard of Center City, kind of like the godfather, the don of this whole thing, was found in a dumpster on Ranstead Street. His eyes gouged out, his throat slit. No one knows what happened there. City's kind of breaking into chaos a little bit. Some protections that were up before, no longer there. People are a little unsure where they could step, what they can do, or the rules as they, they were three days ago. Who knows? Things are breaking down. And on top of everything else, it's fucking hot. It's the middle of July, and the city is scorching, and it fucking stinks. There's garbage everywhere. Once it came out about, I don't know, six months ago or so, that even the recycling in this city is just getting burnt up. Well, then everyone even stopped <laughs> pretending to care, and they're just throwing their trash everywhere. It's a filthy, sweltering hellhole in the middle of the summer in Philadelphia, and that's where you guys all are. Um, Randy. Yeah. Oh, no. Actually, uh, <laughs> Kurt. Yeah. Uh, Kurt, you've reached out to Carl, Carl Hornland, a guy you've worked with a couple times. He's done a good job um, when you've needed him. Um, and you've kind of put out some feelers to touch base. It's kind of a new world now with this wizard, Lyndon Storm, being out of the picture. And even reaching out to some of the people you know. You're an operator. You keep tabs on things. You want to get the temperature um, and see what's up. You've arranged a meet with him. Um, you're bringing him onto your turf. Um, a little more upscale, you think, than with this guy. He's, I don't know, what is he, uh, some kind of Polak from Port Richmond or something? Um, mm-hmm. You're bringing him uptown a little bit. Um you arranged a meet for him at a bar, 26 in Delancey. Um, it's called the Gin and Tonic. Um, Did you say the Gin and Tonic? The Gin and Tonic. Oh, it is the, gin. the Gin. D-J-I-N-N mm-hmm. and Tonic. I love um, it. It's a, wild, it's a wild place, so it falls into your faction. You've gone, the, you've gone there before to set up deals. It's a place that kind of minds its own business, but you know nothing crazy is going to break out. So you've set up um, to meet him there. Um, so you're headed en route there to check it out. Carl, you're not really sure what to expect. You're going a little bit out of your turf. You're a guy who knows you need to watch your back. So you've placed a call um, to a friend of yours, an associate, Randy. Um, you let him know um, that he should come along, figure out what's going on. And frankly, you think uh, you want the backup. You've dealt with uh, Kurt before. You're not really sure uh, what to make of it. So you guys are all kind of scheduled to meet up at this place figure out uh what's going on in the city uh before that happens however randy Mm -hmm. who do you trust the least between carl guy you've worked with before um and kurt a guy you've heard of but have never actually even met who do you trust the least it sounds like you're leading me a little bit obviously it's kurt you don't you don't associate with demons nah no, uh, not in this not in this day and age. No, Kurt, why don't you pick um, a faction for Randy, and he's going to roll it, and something's going to happen. Okay, why don't you pick uh, a faction for him? Yeah, uh, mortality. I'm going to pick, and he's a member of Knight. Um, as he's a as, member of as Knight, a wolf, right. he is in Knight. More, there's also mortality, power, and wild, which is the faction that you are a part of. Yeah, I'm going to have him roll uh, Mortal. Okay. Why don't you uh, roll your Mortality? Check the box for it as well there, uh, Randy. Uh, I got a six. Okay. Cool. Um, Fucking developers, man. They're all over your your little spot of the city, man. 
down in Whitman, just south of Snyder, around 4th, feet, 4th 5th Street, all centered around Wolf Street, of course. Um, and these of developers, um, you have a nice little spot. It's where you've been sleeping, actually, most nights. It's a little abandoned um, lot no one fucks with. You went out the other day. You went out, walked uptown, got yourself some hot dogs. Um, when you came back, they had broke ground on that shit. Caught you completely unaware. Um, dug it out. You think it's only a matter of days uh, before they start laying some foundation there. Um, but for the time being, you are headed uptown um, with your associate Carl to meet up with this Randy character. So you guys are um, just meeting up at the gin and tonic, I assume. Wait, is any do you mean, doing anything? Do you mean meeting up, meeting up with that Kurt character? Yep. Yep. Got it. You're meeting me, Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. At the gin and tonic. Yes, and I'm Randy. You are, in fact. Yeah, Randy. you're Randy. <laughs> now, I'm Kurt. Am, am I Randy? For the listeners at home, in real life, I'm Joe, but in the game, <laughs> I'm Kurt. This is going to yep. be great, man. All season, we're going to be loving this. I know. It's going to be a really <laughs> great time. Pretty clear. Kurt, Kurt is Randy, and Joe is Kurt, and Jeff is Carl. <laughs> Carl Ranch. No, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess we're just on. Uh, I guess we're meeting up. Uh, I guess we're meeting Kurt at the gin and tonic. Yeah, sure. Uh, Carl, how do you get around? Are you, uh, are, you she- are you picking up? Uh, do you have a car? Are you picking up Randy ahead of time? How are you getting him over to 26th in Delancey? I have a um, a pickup truck. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll pick him up. I swing down there. I'm only allowed in the back, you know, on account of the smell. And I also like to stick my head out in the wind. <laughs> so you hang your head um, at the window. You guys are, make your way over to kind of like the furthest western point almost of... Center City at 26 in Delancey, almost uh, on the river over there. Uh, neither of you have ever been to the Gin and Tonic before, but uh, Kurt made a good recommendation. He said it's a nice place to talk. No one will bother us. Um, the sign out front shows like a drunk genie um, on a magic carpet. He's got like a big oversized martini in his hand. Um, the place is kind of, I mean, despite the, the sign, it seems like people just kind of walk past it all day, not even paying much attention to it. It's in the middle of the block. You push open the door, head inside. That's a nice place. Bunch of round, high-top tables. Some booths as well. And you do notice um, Kurt over there sitting at one of the tables. What do you look like, Kurt? Um, I look... Um, uh, I'm dressed, like, pretty sharp. Like, I'm usually wearing, like, a suit or um, or just, like, some expensive-looking clothes. Uh, right now, right now I'm wearing like a not. I'm not like wearing a tie, but uh, one of those t-shirts got, like, with all the tribal on. tribal uh, prints all over it, you know, with like some like cool movie <laughs> movie poster, you know, lingo on it. Yeah, you know what? I've got like a uh, an Ed Hardy shirt on <laughs> under a under a sport coat, <laughs> <laughs> some distressed jeans. It's good, yeah, good and I've got a. Uh, but I've got sunglasses on. Of course, and they're like the 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 like um, the rainbow effect. You got wraparound Oakleys on. Oakleys, yeah. <laughs> um, no, no, they're not Oakleys. No, they're, they're not wraparound. <laughs> yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're just right there. 
Um, well, uh, you see uh, Carl come in. He's with a guy you've never seen before, a larger fellow. Um, I assume you guys all sit down together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I walk over to his booth and uh, kind of give him the nod. <sighs> oh, he's got any water? Does this place have any water? Oh. Oh. Yeah, uh, the, the, hey, there's a waitress. She'll be around. Oh. Uh, I, uh, I wipe the sweat from my brow with my very, very furry arm. A moment, oh. a moment later, a very small, like, sprightly woman comes by, um, slides three waters onto the table. I'll be back in a minute, hon. Um, <sighs> sprightly, huh? Heads over oh. to the bar, leaving oh. you guys to, uh, to do your thing. Carl, uh, Carl, who's who's this guy again? Oh, that's my um, <laughs> that's my friend Randy. Randy, we don't. Randy Baskerville, good to meet you. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Good to meet you. Yeah, great to meet you. Did I already say? I already said that. Good to meet you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, is, there, uh, is, it, is it hot in here? I feel no, no. The temperature is perfect uh, in here. You just. You just relax, big guy, okay? You got it. You got it, yeah. I'm good at that. I'm good at relaxing. I'm really relaxed. Whew. All right. Uh, Carl, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming to see me here. How you doing? What's up? Just, what do you, what, what do you want? I just wanted to check in on you, see how you're doing. You know, um, there's been some shakeups around town lately. Yeah, I'll say. And I, I motioned to the waitress. Can I get a Miller Lite with the Vortex bottle? Thanks. <laughs> Carl, they stopped, they stopped making those Vortex bottles because well, they didn't actually do anything. No, we, well, we, still got, we still got them, actually. But the ones here, they Vortex the other way. Yeah, they suck, <laughs> they suck everything out into the bottle. <laughs> Makes okay. you feel like you're in Australia. Same for you, gentlemen. Miller Lite, the Vortex. Oh, water's good. Actually, could you... Are you, are you Could you bring okay? me another one more water? Sorry, sorry. It's uh, really hot. Oh, have you noticed how hot it is outside? Listen, uh, I, Randy, I told you it's not hot in here. It's hot. It's hot. I'm sorry. I can't hold it together anymore. It's really hot. I imagine Randy's like very like super pear shaped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like very unfortunate. I think you yeah, definitely. I think Randy definitely wears sweatpants. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly like camo sweatpants so that I can blend in. Um, but no, I got those big old titties, as you know. But I also have this big old retirement butt. Let me tell you about it. It's big. <laughs> it's round. It's there. And you can look. You know, I don't care. Okay. It's hard not to look at it. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I look. I look at Randy's butt, and I don't try to hide it. It is large. It's big. No. It's a big butt. His sweatpants are a little moist, though. It's a little swampy back there. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got like the the V on the top. That's just and like you were right. It, it it isn't hot in here, Kurt. Um, yeah. As you've said, it's uh, you know it's really. I mean, it is steaming outside. It's the middle of July, uh, but in here it's nice and cool. Um, it's a small crowd. I assume it's during the day since. Uh, Randy is not a werewolf, <laughs> so it is uh, it is daytime um, in here as well. It's a it's a mellow crowd. People definitely you know look when someone comes in, 
Um, there's like a big buff dude hanging out with a couple guys and, and gals kind of holding court to them at one of the tables. A couple, you don't know if they're like sprites or elves or something. Uh, you can tell by like their small build. They're hanging out in there as well. But you guys are doing your thing. Um, hey, can I um, just like a lore clarification? Sure. Um, you know, part of my deal is like I'm collecting souls for my uh, my patron. Are there any like mechanics for that? For like what that looks like or what that means or nope. Okay, I'd imagine nice. your patron like makes deals with other people too and part of the payment is a soul so probably at their death yeah. like you're gonna have to go and like scoop something up do something probably like takes that kind of form but if you think it looks like something different it certainly could yeah i guess i was wondering if it, it if it means like taking something from them or like pressing them into my patron service like kind of like um kind of like like i don't know making another one of me sort of um yeah, I'd imagine some circumstances that's what... I mean, do you feel like... Is this what happened to you? Um, like I guess so. I, I feel like, yeah, how could that not be like part of the pledge um, for the role I have? Okay. It seemed like it would be hard to like get away with like anything less than that. Yeah, then you the are... At, you will definitely be uh, conscripting some people into service then. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, I start panting at the table. So with yeah, so car- so the news in town is that this Linden Storm character popped up dead. Doesn't seem yeah, to be right. any info who did it, why it happened. Um, but he was like a powerful guy, big presence, particularly in Center City. A lot of things that moved um, went through him. You're, um, I don't know if any of you guys have dealt with him or not at some point. Uh, but he provided a lot of protection to people. He got a lot of payment. He was at like the top of the food chain in this part of the city. And with him being down and out in a big part of the city, kind of a lot of things have dropped down. I mean, it's a, definitely an opportunity to kind of rewrite what goes on there. Who's in charge, how things are moving around, mm-hmm. drugs, weapons, information, um, all sorts of stuff. So, uh, Kurt, you know anything about this Linden Storm business? Well, that's uh, you know, that's what I came to ask you, friend. Hey, but uh, I'll tell you, uh, it's an opportunity. Shakeups are always opportunities. There's deals to make, profits to be had. What's um, so uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know the details. What have you heard? You roll with some uh, some dark circles. What what is it? Already, right. what is it? All right, all right. I'm cooling off. It's feeling real way better in here. Let me just tell you that first and foremost. But I used to, I used I to. I told you it's not hot. I you said that already, you know, and I didn't believe you, but now I do. Now you get it. Great. I believe you now. So we're on the same page. I used to yep. run uh, uh, protection plans for Linden every every so often. He would send people down here on the Linden protection plan. Uh, down to old Whitman, and I would, I would, I would make sure that they were okay. Um, what? That's about all I know. He was a good man. He paid a lot of money. It was good. What the fuck? What the fuck was he doing in Whitman? No, no, not him. Uh, he would, he ran protection all over the place, and he would send people down my way uh, when they really needed to hide out. If you know what I mean. 
Brandy, sounds like you're uh, you're kind of putting a face to a name. Ooh. Um, getting some additional information about this guy. Seems like you've had a relationship. Why don't you roll um, his faction, which is power? Uh, I have a seven. So, that doesn't provide much aside from... So, you know this guy's reputation. So, it, so you've dealt with him before. And he has sent people down your way, usually on a short-term basis. Like, hey, a um, little bit of a witness protection type of thing. Like, this guy needs to lay low for a bit. I'm putting him in your neighborhood. I know he's a guy um, you can keep an eye on. Um, someone came by. This arrangement happened uh, two weeks ago. There was a dude he sent your way named Jamal. They said to keep an eye on him. He told you where the, the house the guy was staying in. And you've made sure to like walk by um, and check it out. And from the outside, it looks like it's been fine. You haven't actually seen the guy. But he told you, just like, let me know if you notice anyone coming by that place or anything. And you haven't. Yeah, last week, uh, two weeks ago, uh, Lynn had sent somebody my way. His name was Jamal, just as you just heard. And um, <laughs> little joke there, because I'm telling you guys this now. Carl, what the fuck is he talking about? I didn't hear anything. He does that sometimes. He's a jumpy fucker, isn't he? Anyway, uh, I've been I've been casing his house where the, where Lyndon told me to go uh, look outside of his of his place. Uh, and uh, no no signs of forced entry or nothing. Everybody uh, every everything seems good. A okay to me, you know. And I will go back to my spot uh, in that like abandoned lot that I sleep in. You know those fuckers have been digging that shit up lately. I think they're gonna make a high rise apartment building down there. That's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. Let me tell Based you. Based on about, the neighbor, it'll it'll probably be like a three story with a roof deck. It'll be a three story with a roof deck and uh, maybe a pool on the deck. Can I get an MC check on that? Sounds like a nice place. It's fine. Yeah, but uh, that's my also my home. So unless you want me moving into your garage, then. That's, yeah, I don't have a garage, but uh, I wouldn't want you moving in there, that's for sure. Well, I, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Hey, would I, like, know a werewolf when I see one? Um, it depends. <laughs> what do I look like? Why don't you, uh, <laughs> when you roll your knight, check and check the box for it. And did you check the box when you rolled power before? Um, Me? Randy? Yeah. Oh, right, I rolled power as well, yeah. So check that box. Why don't you roll your knight there, uh, Kurt? Right. So rolling 2d6, right? Please announce no, it. Yeah, and yeah, also use my yeah, name yeah. for your character. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Shake him up real good, Joe. Come on. Uh, my knight, uh, I'm, uh, I got eight. Now that you've heard this guy talk a little bit, um, this Randy character. You know his reputation. Mm. You know he rolls down in Whitman, and then he's a werewolf. So, no, you don't typically know werewolves, but you know this guy, like, by uh, by his reputation. Yeah, I just told him all that. Okay. <laughs> all right, so listen, uh, listen, C- Carl. Um, <laughs> Everyone, you know, everyone like I was hurt. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, why didn't we just do that? <laughs> Everybody's my Curtis. name. Curtis. Curtis. I'll be Curtis. You'll be Curtis with one S, and then Joe will be Kurt. 
All right. So, yeah, Carl, listen, um, you know, I did I did uh, call you here for something. <laughs> uh, like I was like I was saying, uh, Lyndon being out of the picture opens up a lot of opportunities. A lot of people that were under his protection are not under his protection anymore. You understand what I'm getting at here, right? You know what I do. I know what you do. You know what I do. You know who I work for. Um, I'm going to need your help with something. What do you got in mind? We just got to pay... Uh, just got to pay somebody a visit and collect on a debt. That's all there is. Okay. Who's this person? What's the debt? Um, all right. So this fella, this fella, um, you know, he made a deal with my boss some time ago. Um, and before, and at the same time, Unbeknownst to us, he was making some deals with Lyndon. Uh, and when it came time to collect, uh, Lyndon had put him out of our reach. But now Lyndon's gone. And we and we got this guy just right where we want him. Okay? So we're going to go collect on the debt, and you're going to love this part. You're going to love this part. He's a vampire. You have my attention. Oh, m- motherfucker hates vampires. Did you know that? No, you must have known that, because that's why you said you love this part. So that's one vamp off the street for you, and uh, one soul in the bank for me. Well, I do owe you, you know, you've been protecting me from some sort of a creature. Long time now. So, I, you, you know, I'm going to cash in on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do owe me. So, uh, your patron has told you um, about this character, um, his name is Nino. He's a uh, vampire. Wait, say say the name again. Nino. Nino. He's a vampire her- heroin dealer, and you're not sure what the beef your patron has with this guy is. Um, but he's been operating in Center City. He's been spreading his shit, doing his thing, um, with, seemingly with Lyndon's blessing. Um, so your patron has been a little bit hesitant to get involved too much. Um, but now that that, uh, that door has dropped and the protection's down a little bit, um, you need to send a message. You need to let this guy know. And again, you're not sure what's driving the, the conflict here between your patron and Nino. Um, but he wants the operation shut down. Um, yeah, so, so it's, real, it's real easy. We don't have all that much to do. We just got to shut down his business. You know, he's slinging smack in Center City, and, and we're just going to... Um... Cut off his revenue. Okay. Hassle him a little bit. Okay. You heard? Have you heard of this guy at all, uh, Carl? Um, you know, I'm. I think I'm trying to put a name to a face here. I think you are. I mean, as a a vampire hunter, it seems like the kind of guy you may have come across by reputation or something. Why don't you roll your knife? Okay. Because Whoa, the night belongs to love. Oh, sorry. You got a thirteen. I did. Sure. Um, so you'll get some background info on this guy. Um, and you've dealt with them before. Do you want to learn something interesting and useful about them? Or do you want them to owe you a debt? I want to learn something interesting and useful about them. Okay. Um, so they have uh, been operating at Center City. Okay. Primarily east of Broad Street. More uh, gayborhood um, type of area. And... Mm-hmm. Um, 
kind of flooding the area with a it's heroin but it has some other effects as well um and it seems like what these people are doing they're getting some a whole bunch of new addicts on their shit and then they're feeding off of them they're making these little vampire nests all over um again again this parasitic relationship with these thralls and with the drugs um and making it go down that way so there's something it's unnatural unu- there's something unusual about the heroin and you wouldn't be surprised if that's where linden comes in Huh. Okay. Okay. You know, I heard of Nino. I've always suspected him uh, kind of doctoring up their, their, their smack there. I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind taking him out. Mm-hmm. When, when, when do you, uh, when do you got to do this by? This a rush job? Well, you know, uh, when I get the call, I go to work. So we're going to work. Should I do a hoagie mouth accent instead of like? I'm really liking. Chicago? I'm really liking the Chicago, the Chicago Midwestern, <laughs> Upper Midwestern. Well, should I do a oh, hoagie mouth? There. Like, oh well, yeah, no problem. Yeah, you want to? You want me to kill? I'll do hoagie mouth. You want me to kill uh, Nino there? I don't know. You and Joe are both going on the uh, the upper end of the spectrum. It's like you guys are uh, we, trying we, to we, tough uh, round hole it. <laughs> we we don't got to kill him. We just got to disrupt this particular operation well i can tell you this much right here it's a problem for me that's great you're doing great because you just don't you just don't disrupt his operation that'd be like saying hey i'm going to take all your money i'm going to take everything you have they don't they mm-hmm. don't your vampires don't take kindly I'm with to you that. so far they don't take kindly to that there's only one way out of this yeah of know? course they don't take nobody takes kindly to that well i think we gotta i think you know we're going to aim for a little more uh, permanent solution. Uh, those are my orders. So we're just going to go. We're going to disrupt. We're going to intimidate. We're going to disconnect him from whatever his source is. And that's that. You're going to help me intimidate with your, um, you know, your reputation and your formidable skill. Also, I'm really big. I can help intimidate people. Sure, you can help too. Have you seen my butt? What's your name? What's your name again? My name's Randy Baskerville. It's Randy with an eye with a little heart over the eye. I don't know. I got used to drawing it like that, so it's that's what I am now. Mm-hmm. How does that work on like keyboards? Did you never use computers? I have uh, what? I have never used a computer in my life. You don't have one in your duffel bag. Not in my duffel bag. I only have a sh- I only have a shitty cell phone. <laughs> What's the yeah. I, I, I IRL. You, like sadly, you sadly carry the duffel bag around everywhere you go. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a house. I literally live in that vacant lot that they started to develop. I don't know what is going to happen to Nug and Yeb. You've never. Where are Nug and Yeb? They're like in Nug the lot, I guess. They are, like, pretty feral. I mean, they run around, you know. We got this whole, like, dog thing going on, you know. Mama dog oh, comes dog. home, feeds the baby dogs, you know, the whole thing. They know. They Kurt, know what's up. Kurt, let me tell you about this guy. He's got two yeah, little French me. bulldogs named Nug and Yeb. Oh, they're cute. Oh, that's that's they're so cute. They're uh, fucking so adorable cute. dogs. You should come by my my house, air quotes, and meet them. Sometime if yeah, you... could I uh, could I actually get them? Could I? Uh, that'd be great for a Tinder picture. Tinder picture, yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
Let me just come by and take a picture with them. You got it. Can you be rolling around on the ground? That'll really um, make me happy. I mean, I read a blog article that says a dog in your Tinder profile picture that boosts your uh, your bangability. Your, uh, they your call matches. that bangability. I wrote that article. Like twenty percent. <laughs> Two dogs? Yeah. What's that going to do? That's forty percent. It's unfathomable. The Throw amount. Throw an percent. overweight uh, werewolf into that picture, and it's probably close yeah. to eighty percent. You oh come. God, you come by at night. I'll show you what's what. Look at this butt. Have you seen this thing? I know you have. Going to be drowning in lovemaking opportunities. Just dripping in it. So the you guys have gotten uh, a couple beers, a couple Vortex cans. I've been hanging out at the, the gin and tonic for a little while now, kind of um, working some schemes, playing a little bit. Um, what are you guys doing? Um. Okay, so with my role, like I had a really good role. Do I know where he like his base operations is like like a like an address um you know the neighborhood you know he's in the in like the neighborhood so but no you don't have like a specific building what was your role uh, 13 you found out that, that he kind of had like some kind of magical special heroin that was like the interesting yeah. information you found out um do i know if he has any like underlings yeah he's like, definitely he... he's definitely got like a corner crew he's got some corner boys working for him um okay so I okay. So here's the play here. You know, we get a corner boy, shake him down. He tells us where where old Nino is. We find him. You know, maybe wait till it's daytime. It's usually the best time to do some hunting and uh, get to work. I got you, dog. I I can uh, I can take care of that guy. But we might want to wait till night to interrogate the guy so that we can get the information for day so that you can do that work. It's getting a little bit complicated because you know you're a vampire hunter. <laughs> what's uh, what's in it for you, Randy? Oh, I gotta, you know, I gotta settle this Friendship. fucking score, dog. I got fucking <laughs> two debts to this dude, so let's just start fucking paying him down. Oh, yeah, you know, I brought this guy along here. I owe this guy of... big. I owe him my life. Yeah, I was, one, I was wondering. I was wondering why you brought him along. Yeah. So tell me, why'd you bring him along? <laughs> You want me to you say? Know, you want to? You want to do it? You want me to do, you you do go it? Ahead. You want to, I, you can tell me. Uh, so we had this deal, right? We had this big old gig. He wanted me to come in, man. Hit this fucking vampire den. He had this whole fucking vampire den. He had all mapped out, and he needed me to figure out what the entrance was. Turns out, I sniffed out the exit. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? Uh, fucking vampires all smell the same if they're coming or going, you know what I mean? Not my fault. It's uh, not anybody's fault, you know? It's a victimless crime, really. So I walk in, and they're already there. You know, I was going to come in through the roof. Instead, I went in right through the goddamn front door. It got ambushed. It got nasty there for a second. So, you know, he owes me. You know, he's going to do this job with us. Right up the poop shoot, you know. I got you. Okay, so yeah. I kick you, you kick him. That's that's what's going on here. Who's kicking what? You're you're not kicking me. Nobody's kicking anybody. (laughs) Of course not, no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think we, you know, I think we try to shake down one of Nino's guys, um, get, get his location, and then, like, set a trap. Is that how do you guys feel about that? Uh, it sounds. It sounds. It sounds um, 
Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> what Honestly. what exactly are you doing in any of this? <laughs> I mean, what I mean is the trap part. Like, you know, honestly, just, you sound like a lazy piece of shit. No, no, no. What I mean is the trap part. Like, nah. we, all we got to do is show up. All we got to do is show up. And, uh, well, I don't know. What do you have in mind for a trap? Where, where are we showing up to? We got to show up where he works. Take his work. Um... And uh, and let him know that uh, that my boss is on to him, and that he's not, um, you know, now that Lyndon's gone, he's going to have to uh, answer for himself. Yeah, Wait, where it is? So the the orders you got were to break up the operation. He wants mm-hmm. whatever this shit is, this heroin that he's getting out on the street. He wants that to stop, and that's open to interpretation how that's to happen. But do we know where Nino works directly? I mean, it doesn't seem like we know that. I mean, uh, you know, as a, like a big heroin kingpin, I wouldn't think that. Anyway, I think uh, kingpin might be a generous uh, description, but yeah, no, no, we'll, uh, you know, we'll track him down. Well, you guys, he's, he's you around know, the gayborhood. We'll head down there. We'll head down. This is classic ops here. You know, you start at the bottom, work your way up, making some money moves. Okay. Well, listen, Carl, you're the vampire hunter. I brought you in on this job for your expertise, so um, uh, you go. You go ahead and take point on this. Okay. Um. All right. So, I guess I will. I guess we'll all. I don't know if we all want to do this. Yeah, I mean, I think we should start at the bottom. Um, are are his henchmen vampires as well? You believe so? Okay. They're probably recent. Recently turned over. Um, Fledgling. New to the vampire game, most likely. Okay. So you guys uh, leave in the gin and tonic? Yeah, I'm, I think we should leave in the gin and tonic. I would like to... Uh, you step um, out into the sweltering, stench-filled uh, Philadelphia <sighs> streets. Um, you're hit with like a wave of heat as you step outside, even though it's like early evening um, at this point. A big thing, a tumbleweave. Blows down the street, gets caught, yes. gets caught in your your boot uh, there, your nice boots, Kurt. Uh, you got to kick the hair off of you. Um, you guys are standing there outside the place, and you can start to feel your blood, your uh, hair prickle a little bit, Randy. Um, I mean, it's summer; the sun hangs in the sky for a minute, but you've got this uncontrollable lycanthropy where every fucking night it happens. Every, every night, you know. <laughs> It's like I chose that shit, right? <laughs> uh. And sometimes it's out of control. You know what? Sometimes it chooses you. You know what I mean? Are you that? like? Are you like? Do you have? Do you have any control over yourself when you're a wolf? Or sometimes you're out of control and like totally feral, and sometimes you're not. Is that how it is? Is this Joe to Kurt, or is this, this Kurt is, to Randy? This is Joe to Kurt. <laughs> Uh, no, every 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 single night I turn into a werewolf uncontrollably, and I cannot resist it. But in your werewolf state, like, are you still Randy in there, or are you a totally feral monster? I assume that there no, is. No, you're still very... contro- No, you're still controlling yourself. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um... Otherwise, there'd be nothing for you to do every evening. You'd just be like <laughs> yeah. a, a mindless right. creature controlled by. Oh, the is instinct. the sun going down? I'll see you guys next episode.
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, I'll let Fran so take like, over from here. Before we, um, before we begin this little expedition, I'd like to swing by uh, my buddy Father Minocchio. Swang right? by it. And pick up some, um, or just a church. We can go to Father Minocchio's church. And um, I want to get some holy water that I can put in some glass flasks. Okay. That's something I could do. Yeah, so you're going to swing by 5th and Gerard, Church of uh, yeah. St. John Newman, and see Father Minocchio? Yeah. Um, are you guys going with them, or... I mean, this is a, yeah, this is a, ch- this is a church. Yeah, I'm not, I, I mean, I'll go, but I'm hanging out outside. You can wait in the car. I'll be good in a church, right? Yeah, you're good. Church, I'm good, yeah. all are welcome. Yeah, I fed I fed the dogs this morning, so I you know they'll be good till at least tomorrow where, morning. Where do your dogs poop and pee when you're not there? They poop and pee in the lot or wherever they go. They just run along, you know. They just um, they just do whatever they want to do. They're like yeah, so they're like you pick feral that up, right? You, when they poop and pee, you pick that up in a bag, right? Fuck no, I cover it up for them like a cat. Think about <laughs> you that. Should, um, Randy, you should you should pick that up in a bag. Listen, I don't come down to where you work and smack the shit out of your mouth. Mm. Does mm. that all right? Make it sound like I eat shit. <laughs> that's I mean, what I, it implies that you think Kurt eats shit. That's what I was going for. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it's definitely okay. lowering the property values in uh, in Whitman by letting dog shit everywhere. Good. That's that's the goal. <laughs> I mean, whoever no. buys this new three-story construction, they're not going to be happy about that. Is that your slow slow con? To get yeah, that's my... not move in. Just you know slowly what? Fill the streets up with dog shit. You know what? If, uh, if that bothers people, I'm all about it. That's my. That's exactly what I'm going for. The slow, the slow con. Um, okay, so I just want... You're hopping in your pickup. I Father Minocchio's. All right, uh, you guys are waiting in the car? Yeah, and I have an understanding with him. Rendezvousing later? Well, that's a good word for it. Rendezvousing. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you guys uh, meet, you know, I'll, uh, Kurt. This is going to take a long time to get <laughs> used to. Kurt, why don't you meet us at... Uh, where, where's his... Uh, he's in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Nino? 12th and... Yeah. Yeah. He's in that, that 12th area. and Locust-ish. Yeah, why don't you meet us on 12th and Locust about, uh, let's say, 10 o'clock tonight. Yeah, that sounds just fine. Okay. So I swing by Father Minocchio's. I have a I have an understanding with him that I can fill up some flasks. Um, I'm not, from, like, I'm not lo- so sure you do. I'm pretty sure you owe him two debts at this point. I'm Man, not sure if he's going to let you just keep helping yourself. So you head on over um, to the rectory. Connected. That's what you say to uh, me. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, you head on over uh, to the rectory. You park your pickup truck um, in the little lot that they have there. Um, the neighborhood of 5th and Gerard, it's another changing neighborhood. Um, in the years you've been coming here, uh, first the previous pastor, the previous uh, priest here, um, and now uh, Father Minoki, who's a younger guy, but he seems a little world-weary. Um, you ask for him and he... He comes over, shakes your hand. He's probably in like his, his late thirties, but like he looks like he's closer to fifty. Uh, bags under his eyes. He looks tired. Greets you with a smile, though. 
hey, Carl, how are you, man? How are you? It's, it's nice to see you. And, and she's kind of like looking over your shoulder, kind of looking up and down the block um, as you guys are standing in the doorway. Uh, what, what can I do for you? I, uh, hello, Father. You okay? You seem a little jumpy there. Uh, now you're just a little, I feel like I'm carrying the weight of the world. You know, this neighborhood, it's, it's changing. It's not what it used to be. You know, people, they don't care about church as much anymore. Yeah, uh, I heard that, brother. Feel the power, you know? It's dwindling a little bit. Sunday mornings used to be for family and God, and now it's for, you know, yoga and brunch. Football and Fortnite. It's just not the same. Well, you know, I got a little job, you know, things we've talked about in the past. Got a little job coming up. I could use some, uh, some some of that holy water you like to give me. What do you say? Can I go fill fill one or two of these babies up? I call it dirty squirt. I mean, you got a dirty squirt. You asking about that dirty squirt? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to help you, but like I said, the power that the the flock is just dwindling. We don't have what we used to. We're just not making as much, and I I got to keep it on hand. Things are getting rough. You see those kids over there on the corner? Look at them. He trying to gestures over. Um, there's a couple like dirt bike kids. Um, sitting on the corner, uh, caddy corner, to where the the rectory is. They're probably like sixteen. They rev their engines. They have those little dirt bikes, the, the people, little tiny those ones, little ones that uh, people in Philadelphia <laughs> seem to be so fond of. Um, you know, not like the co- comedically small ones. Not like a not like a mini bike. I mean, I saw it. I do. I saw a fucking guy the other way, day, like a full grown man riding one of those tiny, tiny Dude, yeah, mini dirt mini bikes. bikes. Yeah, yeah, they're mini. awesome. Yeah, and, they're uh, so cute. I, for the first time ever, a couple nights ago, I forget where we were coming home from. Um, it was late. We were coming down Columbus. It was the first time I ever was driving with a fucking flock of those people on full size dirt bikes, but like riding in front of me, like. And I was like, it's a real fucking pain in the ass. There's like a dozen of them doing movies and shit. Like, you want to keep they your distance, but you also just want to fucking run them over. It's like, <laughs> uh, I was, I had a job interview, like, Jesus Christ, probably 14 years ago at this point, <laughs> in, in Gray's Ferry. And I heard this, like, I was leaving, and it was fucked up, man. It was like, you know, a shitty, shitty neighborhood. It was at a printing company. Like, it was like an industrial area of Gray's Ferry. And I'm like, walking out and I'm walking to my car and I hear this like high-pitched whine and it's like 30 dudes on those tiny little like <laughs> motorcycles like comedically yeah, so small motorcycles like it's insane dude it was insane like, and I was like what is going on here it was fucked, so fucked up it was so fucked up well the, these I kids on the corner they're like 16 and they have dirt bikes that are that small um, okay, and they're, they, they rev the they rev the engine a little bit when they see Father um, Minocchio kind of gesturing over to him. Like, I, I, I'd like to help you, but like I said, we just we're not making what we used to. What what is this job you got, Carl? You you uh you want me to go take care of them kids there? I got you. I got you. If you need if you need me to take care of those kids, I don't think. Are you there? Yeah, I'm with him. Yeah, he's with me. He was. I don't in give the a car. shit. I'm not like a fucking demon demon worshiper. Yeah. So you, uh, you're sitting in the, in the pickup truck, you're watching, uh, do you sit in the, you're not even allowed in the cab, you're like, I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the, the I'm I'm in the bed. Um, and you're watching, you're watching Carl and Father Minocchio talk, and you see these kids on the corner, like, uh, revving, 
um, their dirt bikes, looking over. Uh, what are you doing then? I look at I look at Carl. I wait I wait for him to give me the signal. Okay. Um, With my teeth bared. Uh, I don't need to cause I don't need to cause any more trouble in this neighborhood. Those kids, I don't know what they are. They're around sometimes, and they're in packs at night, and they hoot and holler. It just things aren't the same around here. I just nod out of my walk over to the kids on the dirt bikes. Hey, hey, let me talk to you guys for one second here. The fuck do you want, old man? And I, uh, I pull and my one baton of them, like, out. Pops a little wheelie on the sidewalk. Um, I pull my baton out and I stick it through the through the spokes of the of the wheel that's on the ground. Um, okay, why don't you roll your uh, blood? That is an eleven. Um, so this kid thinks he's being cool. He's probably like fourteen on this little <laughs> motorbike, um, and he pops a wheelie, thinking he's going to scare. This isn't the first time. Some little person tried to fuck with you. Um, and you take that baton, <laughs> throw it in the room. And like, like you've done to many kids before. Mouthy, bad, bad parents, whatever. You've seen all of it. Um, and you just pop your baton in the back wheel of this thing. And it spins. Um, and the whole thing, the kid gets like launched off it. And it like spins out. Um, and the bike goes into the street. Um, then the other kid um, gets up in your face. What the fuck you do that for? Huh? And, and he, just, it gives you like a little shove. You know who you're fucking with? I just um, punch him super hard in his teeth. All right, Damn. why do you roll, roll blood? That was another eleven. All right, um, so you inflict ha- you inflict harm, and then you also you can inflict terrible harm, which means you do one more harm, or you take something from them. Um, take his I'm balls. gonna take something take from him. And I, I'm gonna assume just like a, a punch is gonna do one harm. That's fine. I'm not trying to like maim this kid. I, I'm trying, honestly, I'm trying to knock him down. Okay. Uh, you want to take something from him? You can take like his positioning. If you want to like knock him down, you can kind of like be where he is. You could use it that way. Um, I want to knock him down and take his shoes off. Interesting choice. Okay. So the other kid is, like, jumped into the street and is trying to get his bike, which is, like, spinning out. Um, There's a car coming towards it. And this kid now, you've just punched him to the ground. He's toppled over, as you know, a 13-year-old will do. Um, I like that they're getting younger and younger. Every (laughs) every moment. As a 7-year-old comes Um, at you with a shotgun. This infant um, on the ground. (laughs) Um, And you top him over, and you rip the Nikes right off of his feet. Um, (laughs) Okay. So I throw him him onto the... uh, to the roof of the nearest house. Oh, you could have just easily done it onto the fucking electrical wire. Yeah, you got to get him on the wire. Um, uh, I just, I just, I just <laughs> him up onto the electrical wire. You throw Yay! the lead. Um, so uh, you take uh, his fresh pair of Nikes. Um, these are freshy, man. They're looking good. You pull him off his feet real quick, knock the laces, and toss him up. Um, and now they're dangling from the electrical wire. And this kid, he looks like he's going to cry. Um, I, I, I lean over him. <laughs> And I'm like, look, you little shit. You brought fucking piss to a shit fight. You fucked up now. You see my friend over there? <laughs> you Jim Leahy? Uh, <laughs> you fucked up now. A shit fight. <laughs> you, you take your little goddamn motorcycles and you go to the next goddamn block. All right? 
I know who the fuck you are. And if I ever see you around here again, you see my crazy ass fat friend in there? He's going to eat that ass. Physically. Literally. And metaphorically. Um, why don't you roll heart? You're right. I am having a heart to heart with this kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, as a mentor in the community. <laughs> Scared straight. The Jeff uh, Yuka story. I rolled, I rolled an eight. So he, he backs away from you. Um, and the other kid is now, uh, like, stop traffic. He's just stepped into the street and just holding up his hand. And cars are honking at him, but he doesn't give a fuck. Um, he's straightened out his motorcycle and he's walking it back to the street. And the kids, you've, who's now shoeless, um, looks up at you. Yeah, you don't know who, you, who you're messing with, mister. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, that's what I am, mister. I'll fuck you up and I'll fuck all your little friends up here. Yeah, you... Yeah, we're watching you. Come on, let's okay. Let's get out of here. Yeah, we we won't come back to this block. We'll just come to your block instead. Um, and then they okay. and then they both hop onto that little motorcycle um, <laughs> and speed up the wobbles and speed off uh, down the street. Randy, you've been watching. You doing anything? Uh... No, I'm a good dog. I'm waiting for the signal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so sorry, sorry about that, Father Minocchio. You know, there's kids these days. He's been watching uh, from the doorway. Well, did you have to take his shoes though, like that? Well, you know what? Or you could at least you, Lord... you could have given them to the church. Some of the good kids in this church didn't like a nice pair of Nikes. Yeah, <laughs> I point up. I point up at the electrical wire. They're up there if you need them. Just, just hanging up there. What a what am I going to miracle them down here? How am I going to get them? I mean, God works in mysterious ways, but he doesn't take shoes off electrical wires. I mean, I'll go get them if you really need them. Jesus. I, I'm i sorry. I got a little carried away there. But they won't be back bothering you or the parishioners anymore. Well, I I appreciate that, Carl. I, I can get you one, one vial of holy water. Is that what you well, want? I appreciate that. Um, can I mark a debt as resolved? Um, or or is it, does it have to be explicitly called in? Yeah, he didn't call it in. He didn't ask you to do something. I mean, yeah. so at the end of the session, we'll say if there... Or, I mean, if anything, you would get a debt on him. It wouldn't necessarily resolve the debt you have. But, okay. um, yeah, why don't you take a debt with Father Minocchio then? You know, he... So he owes me. One vial I mean, of holy water. Yeah, but I think you're cashing it in for the holy water. So actually, I don't think there is a debt there. That's fine. Um, okay. But rather so than have, have to make a persuade or something like that, um, you can get the holy water. All right. Well, Father Minocchio, I appreciate that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I appreciate the work you're doing. You know, I, 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 keep a, I keep an ear to the ground. I know I know you're doing some good stuff out there, Carl. Port, you, Port uh... Richmond and this whole, the whole city. We have... We have a debt to you. There's not, you know, I'm worried about the way things are going. Did you hear that, yeah. Jeff? You got a debt. Have you, uh, <laughs> you heard anything about Lyndon Storm? Yeah, you, you, what, you, you keep your ear to the ground. Yeah. I heard he, uh, wound up with no eyes, mouth chopped open or something over on Ransted Street. That is not. <laughs> His mouth was chopped open. <laughs> it was. Oh, no. Oh, no. Cut, cut all oh, my wrong. Oh my! Oh my! Cut their mouth open. The thing they do with wizards these days. I'll tell you what, it's not a good sign for the city. 
I don't know what kind of guy could have taken him down, but it's very concerning. Well, you what know did, anything. What did you, what did you hear? The same, you know. He uh, he was kind of keeping this all this whole shit show together. And now it's all kind of falling apart. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I hear some other things too, Carl. I just, you keep your nose clean, you know what I mean? I will. You know, I wonder sometimes. I, I hear some of the company you keep. And I just, I get a little concerned. You know, the, you don't got, God is always here for you. If you, need you know, I don't know if I'm here for him yet. But he's always here for you. That's the important part. I'm just scratching my ear with my foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Has he transformed? Uh, it's getting close. He hasn't transformed <laughs> yet, but the Biting sun is uh, going down. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? You hear anything or you need anything, you come see me, okay? I'll do that. Hoagies. Hoagies. And if I need anything, I'll, <laughs> you I'll need reach a out to you. You know, I've been keeping you pretty well supplied for a while now, Carl. I know. I appreciate it. All right. Later. <laughs> Later. Uh, yes. Right, so he he watches you depart again, kind of looking up and down the block, um, seeing what's around. Um, he gives a wave over to Randy um, in the car, who is waves with his waves back with his foot. <laughs> what does uh What does it look like when you transform, Randy? Oh, it's like uh, I kind of get down real real tight, right, and then I like. Blast forward as a wolf. It's like this, like, uh, everything happens, like, in this, like, low egg zone. Or, like, egg up, like, fetally, you know. The low egg zone. The low egg zone. And then, it's just like a big fur ball that turns into a giant wolf. I'm ready for action. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel fucking all throbby all throughout my body. You know, especially down in the old... Genitals. Carl, you hop back in the car. You've got a real fidgety um, Randy next to you. Um, And you get in, kind of adjust the mirrors. um, And then when you see Carl in the mirror. I'm in the back. I got my head sticking through like the back window, that little slidey window. You uh, (laughs) get comfortable, then look back in the mirror. And where Carl was, there's now a wolf man. Um, Holy shit! Do your clothes like tear away and all? Oh yeah. I'm, what happens? Yeah, to your, I, what do you, you don't strip down naked before you feel the. No, the coming? the last <laughs> the last thing that I do every night after being a werewolf is I have to like mug a guy for his clothes, and those are the clothes that I wear the next. And your day. duffel bag is just filled with tattered clothing, right? It's yeah, it's true. It's, I try to go, you know, I do the responsible thing. One of these I throw, days, I throw I'm gonna fix these. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna sew up these holes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So it is uh, early evening. Um, you head up Gerard. You're going to make a left um, onto uh, 10th Street. Start to make your way over to the rendezvous point. So the sun has set. Night, where I think you guys are all a little more comfortable, is creeping in on Philadelphia. And you are heading over to rendezvous um, with your associate, Kurt, over at 12th and Locust.
love Powered by Apocalypse games. I really do. I think more so than anything else out there, they really get um, players doing cool shit. They get the GM taking the game in cool directions that weren't expand, uh, you know, really expecting. And so I'm excited for all that, but I'm going to hold most of my thoughts about the actual game system itself and some of those things until we've played it a little bit more. What I did want to talk about was the campaign setup. So I create a bunch of NPCs and some locations and things like that, but I didn't really plan anything for this first session. We actually went right from character creation into running the game. I mean, we took like a five-minute break so Kurt could rub one out or something. But aside from that, we just went right into it. And I really wanted the players to launch into something to begin with. I wanted to make sure that they went, the game went somewhere that they were interested in and uh, their characters had a reason to get together. That was really my biggest concern with this is it's such kind of a fractured game when it comes to the players. And that's part of what makes it cool, I think, because it's not a traditional party where they're all working for a common goal. I think as this game goes on, they're going to find themselves in conflict with each other um, or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we'll find a happy medium. So I didn't really plan anything aside from this uh, death of Linden storm lurking in the background, which was really just a way to kind of, you know, free up the chessboard, let them know that it's open for them to do what they want and see where they see where they go. And I thought it was cool that right away, Kurt um, decided to uh, stick some things in from his patron, who I'm sure we'll learn more about. And uh, he looped it in with the vampire connection that got Carl involved in well. So that was neat. And I'm curious to see where all of these things go. So the first two episodes will be kind of based around that will be the first session. Then after that, we'll see where things go. But I think the spirit of this game is very much kind of following what the players want to do and then seeing where the chips fall dealing with the aftermath and the repercussions of what they've created for themselves, whether through greed or lust or anger, whatever it is they want to do, uh, anger, anger and destruction. I have a feeling are going to be uh, common themes here. They went with three of the of the more physical classes, the Tainted, the Werewolf, and the Hunter. might be the three most badass of the characters, so I'm not expecting them to really approach things and have a soft touch. I am excited to uh, see where this goes. So hopefully you guys are too. And, uh, you know, any feedback on this stuff would be great. See ya.